it is a special day. We will be honoring our high school and college graduates. Special time for our young adults. Special time for our young adults. Graduation is a great accomplishment, a great accomplishment. You have achieved a great goal, a great goal, an awesome goal, and we are so proud of you. We are so proud of you, but you ought to be proud of yourself. You ought to be very proud of yourself. You know, every once in a while, we come to a, a pivotal moment in our lives where we can say, this is it. I did it. This is it. I did it. This is what I've been working so hard for. This is what I've been waiting for. Graduation is one of those moments. Graduation is one of those moments. All of the tests, all of the, the lessons, the assignments, the fear, the frustration, the joy, the hope, exhilaration, the release, all of that is rolled up into a piece of paper called a diploma, a diploma. And when you receive that, you deserve the right to say, hallelujah, this is it. I did it. I did it. Hallelujah. You deserve that right, children. And so we are proud of you. We love you and we are proud of you. And I just want to take the time to thank you for serving your community as you do, serving this church as you do, but also, and most importantly, serving the Lord. Because everything you do is unto the Lord. And so we just want to thank you. Our young adults taking time out of their busy lives, busy schedules, to honor God with their service. And so what I want to do right now is I want to uh, acknowledge you. I want you to, when I announce your names, I want to introduce our graduates to our congregation. And when I announce your name, just please stand for me. Uh, Leah Harris. <laughs> Alexis Hammond. Andrew Drew Fireson. Devin Mingo. Elizabeth Liz Haynes. Michael Antonio Giddens. And Tanaya Moody. Those are our high school graduates. Remain standing. We have college graduates, Taylor Smith, and also Tierra Rivers. Glory to God. Let's give him a hand. Glory. Glory be to God. Y'all deserve the right to say this is it. Because you did it. You did it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
Glory to God. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today, Father. First, to honor you and to glorify you, Father. And what a special way to do that, Father, by, by just, uh, just acknowledging our young folk, God, that you have spoken service into their hearts, God. You have spoken the will for their lives into their heart, God, to honor you, to serve you, to know you, and to love you, God. And I pray that we as a family of Capital City Church, we grab hold to these young folk. We grab hold to them and, and, and lead them and guide them, God. I pray that you just speak to us to speak to them, to lead them and to guide them in the ways that they should go, in the ways that uh, is right in your eyes, God. So, Father, today I pray that through your word you just move me aside, Father. Bring forth your word to your people, God. Open the minds and the hearts to your people, to the word, God. I thank you, God, for all that you've done, all you do, and all you will do in this service today. Continue to uh, anoint yourself. Continue to just glorify yourself through this service. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said, Graduation church marks a point in which you have grown. You have grown. And in a, in a point from which you must continue to grow. And even as many of us, our school days are far gone, decades ago, for us, <laughs> there are still lessons to be learned. There are still instructions to be received. There is still maturity to be obtained. And so I want to Encourage not only the graduates, but to all of us in here that believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Not to worry, not to fear, not to have anxiety about the next chapter in our lives. Because it's all good. It's all good because your steps are ordered by God. It's all good because your steps are ordered. By God, the Bible tells us that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in his way. We can rejoice that the steps of a righteous man and woman are ordered by God. Righteous meaning a man and woman who's, who's following God and who's obeying God. And then Psalms 23 tells us that we can be comforted. We can be comforted. We can be encouraged to know that his rod and his staff will lead us and guide us because our steps are ordered by God. Amen? When you come to give your life to Jesus Christ, your life is then turned over into the hands of God. And oh, what a mighty, powerful hand that is. What a mighty, powerful hand that we receive to lead us and to guide us and to what? Protect us. The Bible also tells us that as a child of God, though you may stumble, though you may stumble, you will not fall. Because the Lord will uphold you with his righteous right hand. Amen. 
As a child of God, when you receive Christ, your steps are ordered by God, meaning that God has a plan for your life. God has his own plan for your life. John 1.12 says this, But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. Speaking of Jesus. The right to become children of God. Understanding that placing God's kingdom, church, is not something that we can earn. We can't earn it. Only as we turn over our lives to God through Jesus Christ, he gives us the right of being his children. Therefore, membership into God's family is by grace alone. It's by grace alone. His undeserving grace. We cannot earn our way into God's family. We cannot earn our way into heaven. So thank you for your service, but we cannot earn our way into heaven. And it doesn't hurt that being a child of God has plenty of benefits. Plenty of benefits to all who believe in Christ. These are some of the benefits. Many. You are no longer condemned. No matter what your heart tells you, you are free from the guilt and shame of, of sin. You are no longer judged by the Old Testament law. There is forgiveness in Christ. And don't let no one tell you different. You are a forgiven child of God. You are freed from the bondage of sin. Unlike the law of Moses, unlike the law of the Old Testament, the law of the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God, can set you free from sin, can set you free from that bondage or whatever has you bound. You are eternally secure. Eternally secure. Anyone who believes in Jesus has eternal life. Your future home, hallelujah, is heaven. It's heaven. You are released from the fear of death. Hallelujah. Though his, through his death, Jesus conquered death. So we didn't have to fear death. Because he lives, hallelujah, we will live also once we leave this earth. You are also given peace that surpasses all understanding. The peace of God will rule your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus if you allow it to. And also you are guided by the Holy Spirit. You will be guided in this life by the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth. You will have discernment of what's right and what's wrong in God's eyes. In God's eyes. The Holy Spirit of God will be directing your every step. So understanding these benefits of being a child of God, church, you can say it's all good. You can say it's all good. Hallelujah. 
It's all good. When you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, you become a child of God, and God promises that also, even though you may go through some adversity, you may go through some challenges that you can't even control, that's out of your control, that is the time that we, that we call on God for his help, for his help. And the promise of God is that no matter the situation, no matter the circumstances, because you chose to love God through Christ, everything is going to work out for your good. Everything is going to work out for your good. Being a believer in Jesus, a born-again child of God, church, you have to know that it's all good. You have to know that it's all good. So I want to encourage you allow you to encourage yourself this morning. If you know the Lord, if you know the Lord, and if you love God, tell yourself it's all good. Tell yourself it's all good. If you know the Lord and love God, tell yourself it's all good. Encourage yourself that it's all good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No matter what I see before me, no matter what is against me, no matter what is ahead of me, what I might face. Tell yourself, I love God, so it's all good. I love God, so it's all good. Don't worry about that next chapter in your life, the unseen future. If you love God, know that it's going to be all good. It's going to be all good. Did you know that a godly life, church, is a good life? A godly life it's a very good life, and we belong, when we belong to Christ, God is in us. God is in us, and life is good. Life is good. We have the living God living in us, and life is good. Not only the life in the here and now, not only the life in the here and now, but our future is bright also. Our future is promising also. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The future of those who belong to Jesus looks very good. It looks very good. The future of those who belong to Jesus looks very, very good. Hallelujah. Romans 8.28 tells us this. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. 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 All things work together. All things work together. Notice Paul did not say that all things are good. He didn't say all things are good. And then secondly, we must notice that Paul clarifies something. He clarifies something that, that the all things working for good, he clarifies who it applies to. Who it applies to. So God does not say that everything will be good for everybody. God does not say that everything will be good for every 
body. Let's make sure we understand that, church. Let's make sure we understand that before we walk around saying, woe is me. God doesn't say everything will be good for everybody. Paul first tells us what will happen. What will happen. He says all things will work together for good. For good. Then he tells us who it will happen to. Who it will happen to. Who it will happen to, he says, for those who love God. For those who love God. Do we have some folk in here today that truly love God? Do we have some folk in here today that truly love God? Because what Paul is telling us is that if you are a follower of God, a believer in Christ who loves God, you have a good future in store. You have a good future in store being a follower of God, a believer in Christ. You have a good future ahead of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the evil, all the suffering, all the headaches, all the heartaches, the persecution, the trials, and tribulations that you have been through, that you will go through in this life. All the sin that has been committed against you. All the wrongs that may have been committed against you. The betrayal that may have been committed against you. In the end, church, it's all going to work out for your good. Amen? That is the promise of God. So there's no worry and there's no fear. It's all good. It's all good. Being believers in Christ, all of it will work out for your good. Paul said earlier in this chapter, he said that, that the suffering of this world do not compare to the future glory that awaits us. It don't compare to the future glory that awaits you that awaits you. It will be good, church. It will be all good. Amen? Amen. In Genesis, Jesus, I mean Joseph, some people call him Jesus. Joseph told his brothers who, who sold him into slavery. Sold him into slavery. Said what, God, what they meant for evil, God meant for good. Hallelujah. God meant for good. God meant for good. So there's no need of stressing, being worried over those final exams or what's next in my life or the next job or, or the school or, or family. Your future is good. Your steps are ordered. So it's all good. It's all good. When you're going through that tough time in your life, facing that adversity, when you feel like no one cares and no one is in your corner, you still can walk around with a smile on your face, knowing that it's all good. Knowing that it's all good when you face those false accusations that come up against you. You tell yourself, I'm not worried about what they say, because it's all good. It's all good. I'm in Christ. When people try to use you up or take advantage of your kindness, take advantage of the Christ. In you, you just give them a smile. 
and remind yourself that it's all good. It's all good. When your friends or family turn their backs on you and you feel abandoned, even when, when your children may reject your love and your care, even when the job may be lost and you can't even pay your bills. Please, please remind yourself that it's all good. Being in Jesus Christ is all good, church. Being in Jesus Christ is all good. So listen, God, God has been planning your future for a long time. He has been planning your future for a long time now. He has been planning good in your future for a long time now. For a long time. Even before you were born. Even before you were born, God was planning your future. How miraculous is that? How awesome is that? That's the God we serve. That is the loving God that we serve. Romans 8, 20, 29 tells us this. For God knew his people in advance. You are a child of God. You accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. God knew his people in advance. And he chose them to become like his son. So that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Verse 30, and have chosen them, and have chosen them, he called them to come to him, to come to him. Those that accepted Christ, understand you didn't call yourself. Understand you didn't call yourself. It says that have chosen them, he called them, you who accepted Christ, to come to him. Hallelujah, God. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. Right standing. And having given them right standing, he gave their, his glory. He gave them his glory. Did you know you have God's glory? Did you know you have God's glory upon your life? Being a child of God, you have God's glory upon your life. Oh, believe it, church. I don't think people believe that they have God's glory upon their life. How you think you are able to do the things that you do? Who sustains you? Who keeps you? It's God. It's God. God places his glory on those who he calls, who has accepted Christ Jesus. He places his glory Upon us. Have you accepted Christ today? Have you accepted Christ today? If you are a child of God, God will place that glory upon you. That glory to do the works. The glorious works of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Paul speaks of God foreknowing us. For knowing us and calling us, meaning God knows us, church. He knows you ahead of time. 
He knows you ahead of time. Before you ever existed on this earth, God knew you. God knew you. He destined you. He called you not to be conformed to the pattern of this world. He destined you before you were even on this earth to become like Jesus. To become like Jesus. I told you your steps are ordered by God. To be conformed to the image of his son. To walk in the ways of Jesus. To live a life that models the word of God. To live a life that models after Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Your steps are ordered. Your steps, hallelujah. My steps, hallelujah, are ordered. Children, your steps are ordered. Are ordered. And then Jeremiah 1 5, he tells him this. He says, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Before you were born, he says, I set you apart. I set you apart and anointed you as my prophet to the nations. You see, church, before you were a child of your mother, a child of your father, you were destined to become a child of God. Before you became a child of your mother and father, you were destined to become a child of God. If you're wondering why you're here today, <laughs> if you wonder what, made, what really made me accept Christ as Lord and Savior, hallelujah, God was in the works a long time in your life before you even existed, hallelujah. He had plans for your life, hallelujah, hallelujah. And those plans don't stop until you reach heaven. And then there are more plans. The glory, you will receive the true glory of God upon your life. Hallelujah. You were destined to become a child of God so that you could be one of many brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. Destined to become a child of God so that you can be one of many brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a God we serve. The benefits of that that we spoke about. There are so many other benefits of being a child of God. You are protected. Understand that you are forgiven. You have guidance to know right and wrong. You don't have to make the wrong decisions in this life. You don't have to. God is with you at all times because he is in you. He is in you. So as you prepare for this life, after school or, or your next chapter of life, understand God is with you. He will never leave you, nor will he what? Forsake you. 
This is the God we serve. This is what happens when you join in to the family of God. How awesome is that? How awesome is that? Knowing that church should lead us to say it's all good. Knowing that should lead us to say it's all good. I'm not worried. I don't fear. I'm not anxious. I don't have anxiety about it. My next chapter of life, it's all good. It's all good. So to y'all who are graduates, don't fear. You've accomplished a great achievement. Yes, you have. But it's not over. The number one decision that you can make ever in your life, ever in your life, is not what school that you may go to, what job you may have, whether or not you obeying your parents or anything like that. The greatest decision in your life that you have to make is to accept Christ in your life or not. That is the greatest decision of your life. Everything else comes after that. After that. Everything else comes after that. Because as we said earlier, everything will not be all good for everybody. For everybody. But for the child of God, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, no matter what you go through, it's going to be all good. It's going to be all good in the end. Amen? So, today, if there's anyone that does not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, today is the day of salvation. Today is the opportunity to live a life that's all good. Today is the, the day that we open our hearts up to Jesus. We say, Lord, come into our hearts. Save us, Lord. Allow us not to be moved by the things we see in this world, Lord, because your peace surpasses all understanding. And I need that peace in my life. I need that peace. Give me the understanding of the things that I see. Don't allow me to fear death, Lord. Lord, save me from this sin that's in my heart, Lord. He would do it. Jesus would do it. If you open up your heart to the Lord, he will do it. We, are, we present the opportunity for you today. As these altars are about to open, we will pray for you. We will pray with you. But even though this is great, this is, this is awesome, but it don't mean much. If it's not glorifying the Lord. Our works have to be glorified in Christ. Everything that we do, the Bible tells us. Work, as we work, we work unto the Lord. Amen? These altars will be open to pray with you, to pray for you. If you want to know the Lord today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today. We say thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for your spirit that's leading us, that's guiding us, that will protect us, God. 
Father, I pray that you speak to the hearts and minds of your people, God. That's only you can, God. Draw your people near to you, God. Draw them near to you. Draw their hearts to you, God. Draw their minds to you, God. I ask that you keep all the outside noise of this world out of our children's ears, God. Cloud their minds, cloud their hearts with your love, with your peace, with your understanding of this life, God. Lord, I pray right now that you just have your way. Have your way in, in, in our hearts, God. Give us the understanding, the peace, the love that we need. Most importantly, God, I want to thank you. Just thank you for allowing us to be here. The families that are here to celebrate their, their loved one, their child, it's a great honor. It's a great honor to walk in the house of the Lord and see families that care about their children, that love their children. So we don't take that lightly, Lord, because you don't take that lightly, Lord. So I pray right now, God, as we prepare to open these altars, I pray that you call those hearts that you, you want, that you want, God. We thank you, Lord. And everything that we do, everything that we say is in your name, Jesus. Church said, amen.